whenever I see people pigeonhole themselves into this one thing and this one thing only, that is what leads to what we just talked about and having a really rigid schedule. Welcome to Systemize Your Life. This is your go-to podcast for work-from-home moms who are desperate to reclaim control, find order, and escape the never-ending cycle of overwhelm. Hi, I'm your host, Chelsea Joe. I've dedicated this show to modern women just like you who are eager to give their very best to their home, family, and work, all without losing themselves in the process. Get ready to discover the systems you need to craft powerful relationships, get organized, keep up on the housework, manage your time like a boss, love those babies well, and maybe even sneak in a date night or two. If you are tired of hopelessly watching life pass you by, then it's time to grab your ticket off that hot mess express and join me in life where systems do all the heavy lifting. This is where you transform your chaos into confidence and take your life from overwhelmed to organized. What do you say, friends? Let's do this. Hey, hey, it's Polly from Horatio Printing. Do you know what time it is? It's officially planner season. Woohoo! Our 2024 dream planners are officially out. They are selling out, so make sure you go grab yours. I have a very special code just for you guys over at the Systemize Your Life podcast because I'm a huge fan of Chelsea Joe. She actually um, partnered with us to really recreate part of our planner to implement her training and her systems into this planner. And we have a code for you today, Chelsea20, that's C-H-E-L-S-I 20. You can use that at checkout to get 20% off. I created this planner to help you really get organized so you can start balancing it all and really dreaming big for the new year. I know you guys are all about systems and making sure that you're productive and just getting your life in order. And I can't think of a better tool than a planner. So head over to HoratioPrinting.com, grab a planner. We also have devotionals and new journals in stock. You can get 20% off your entire cart with the code CHELSEA20. Just want to come over here, bless you guys today, and I hope that you love it. Have a wonderful rest of the day and the best is yet to come. It is so good to meet you back here for another episode. Today, obviously, we are still really hitting it hard with the brand new launch of the 2024 Dream Planner. It is the number one tool that I use to be able to understand and know how to operate my home management system. A big part of that is being able to manage my time and reclaim my day so that I am the one that is in charge instead of everything else controlling my life. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to give you five really simple steps as a work from home mom, because I know exactly what you're dealing with. I'm dealing with it every day of my life and over the past five years of really perfecting this method and using this every day in my life to be able to juggle all the things, even though There are still a few people out there in the world that don't believe it's possible. I know that it's simply because they probably aren't doing these five things. They don't have these five steps working for them in their life. And I want you to be able to have them in your life. So if you haven't already gone over and checked out the dream planner and looked specifically for the one that I am using, because it is noted there, uh, please make sure that you either 
click on the link from one of our emails that you're getting. You click the link in the show notes. If you're inside of our uh, Facebook community over um, on Facebook under Systemize Your Life, then you'll see it in there as well. You also can just go straight over and type in HoratioPrinting.com backslash Chelsea and check out what this is that I'm using in my life every day. Also, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I pop in and out of there from time to time. I'll be on there a ton and then um, I will just delete the apps from my phone, which is actually one of the things that uh, is going to segue beautifully into what we are going to be talking about today. My five steps for you are not in order. They don't need to be in any order. They just should be things that are actually getting done in order for you to master your time. When we talk about mastering your time, it means for you to really understand the nuances of your own life. And this changes every single time you have a major shift in seasons in your family. This could actually mean the four seasons. Um, it, there's seasons of schooling with your kids, whether or not that coincides with the actual seasons. Most of the time it does. The summer is, you know, there's so many different things that happen in the summertime. So we have to learn how to master our time in that season. Then there's also seasons of our children, how they grow within our marriage. And um, literally everything changes the climate and the season that we live in. And so we have to learn how to manage our time and truly not just manage it, but in my opinion, master it. These are the five things that I am doing in order to help me stay on my A game and be able to keep up with my time management as all of the things shift and change in my life. So um, let's just jump right in on your piece of paper. I want you to go ahead and write down number one through five. Uh, There'll be a few little notes inside of each one, but pretty much we're going to blow through this. It's going to be straightforward so that you can go and start putting this into practice in your life. At the end of this episode, I really want you to circle like the one that you think you're going to focus on first. These things do take time to build. These steps will not happen overnight. They won't happen automatically. You can, in fact, get these steps in place faster if you have my home management system that is plug and play in your life, but you can go out and you can do it on your own as well. It's just going to take you a lot longer and that's okay right? It's okay for us to take the time that we need. Um, I just don't want you to get overwhelmed and feel discouraged by the fact that you can't do all five of these things at once. And you might already be doing a few of these five steps, but maybe you're not doing them in the way that you want to or at the level that you want to. That would be another great thing for you to look at. Okay, The second step that Chelsea talked about, that's the one that I feel the weakest in. I'm doing all five of these, or maybe you are on the train of like, I'm not doing any of that. (laughs) I just need to pick one and start somewhere. So let's look at number one. Number one, in order to master your time and really reclaim your day is to use your screens and technology wisely. Now, this does not say don't use them because I don't think that's wise. It's just a conversation of what does using your screens and technology wisely look like to you. For me, it's a hybrid method. We'll start with this right out the gate. It is not fully managing my time 100% digitally. I do believe in a hybrid method. I believe in pen to paper for a lot of reasons. And that's why I have my my paper planner that I've been talking about so much here on the podcast and we'll continue to talk about it. it's the number one tool that I use 
but I also use my Google Calendar a ton. So that is one piece of technology that I use. Now, another caveat to this is how we use screens and technology with our kids in order to get them to be independent so that we can focus on the work that we do from home. That needs to be done very wisely too. Um, you need to have your own conversations with your spouse and with your kids on what that looks like for you. So that's another huge piece of this. And then the last bit that I will say um, is just how you can create some automations with technology in your life in whatever way, shape or form that might be. Um, there have been so many advancements and one of the fun things that we are doing now, because, you know, I've been a huge advocate of not having your phone next to your bed, but like overnight or really in general. But the hard part about that is that's what everyone uses as their alarm clocks. So yeah, it's cool. We can plug it in on the other side of the phone, but in the middle of the night, if I want to check and see what time it is or whatever. So it's like, yeah, we could get a clock that sits there, but then how do I see it in the middle of the night? I don't want like one that's like red and glowing in my face, like my dad's was my whole life, you know? So there's all different kinds of things, but one really fun thing is we actually have our lights connected, um, to like timers and we've, and they're on dimmers. And so we've been exploring the idea of and playing around with that being our alarm clock and setting these setting the lights in the master bathroom to just come on just a little bit in order to help wake us up in the morning when it's still dark outside. So there's so many different ways that you can use technology and screens to your advantage to help you as you're managing your time. I think just a really good inventory here with a list of like, here's what I want to be doing. Here's what I don't want to be doing. And then working towards that. Step number two, or another step is to know what to prioritize and when to prioritize it. This is this is a bear. This is a beast. There's a lot that can go into this, but it also can be really simple on the exact same token, truly. So when we're looking at knowing what to prioritize, you need to know what needs to go in what day and when it's going to be there. So the what is what actually needs to be done every week, what needs to be done every month, what needs to be done every day, and then what needs to be done this week? That is the when do we prioritize it, right? When do I need to be doing these things this week? So everything that I teach revolves around seven-day planning. If you try to go any further out than that, it gets to be a lot and so many things can change. And if you plan um, within those seven days, like every three days or every one day, it just becomes a lot of sitting down and recreating the wheel. So I feel like seven days is a really great time frame to sit down and plan out um, what you need to do and when you need to prioritize it. For me, a lot of these things look like my fundamental needs. That's, that is exactly what I need to prioritize. And then I know when I need to prioritize it based on what my week looks like. Number three is to have your day and your week planned out ahead of time. And we just kind of touched on this, but specifically what you're doing in every day should be the same all the time with some variances, right? You have to ebb and flow. Not None of my days are identical to each other, but I have a framework for what that's supposed to look like. That's my five block method. We talk about that a lot on the show. So that is what I'm referring to here is to know what your day should look like. Great. We've got a framework. We go through our five blocks every single day. Sometimes they're bigger. Sometimes they're shorter. Sometimes they're longer. Um, it just depends on what the day looks like. 
That is how I know what's going to happen every single day. I know what the routines are that live inside of them. Then when we look at for the entire week, having that planned out ahead of time, that's what I do in my Sunday sit down. Sometime on the weekend, most of the time it's Sunday, but sometimes it's before that, Blaine and I sit down and we go through several different checkpoints in what we want to get accomplished for the whole week. We layer in our time blocks and our routine stacks, our fundamental needs, our goals for the week, our habit trackers, our to-do list. We do our meal planning, like everything's done by the time we get into Monday and we know exactly what we need to do to be able to get up on Monday morning and roll for the entire week. Step four is to have a framework that is flexible, not a rigid schedule. What I really want you to take away from this is to sit down and look at how are you currently managing your time? Is that working for you? Do you feel like you are in control of your day? Or do you feel like as soon as something unexpected comes up, you lose control of everything and it all goes out the window? Or maybe you're like, I just don't have control, period. And I'm flying by the seat of my pants. We're willy nilly. I'm winging it. I am wing it, Wendy. <laughs> and that's okay no matter where you are. The point here is to look at what are you doing because you're doing something. Maybe it's nothing and that's the something that you're doing. You're literally just waking up and just doing whatever and trying to be a hot mess and piece things together. And maybe that is what your system is right now. Maybe you're working really hard at creating a schedule for the family every single day, day in and day out and day in and day out. What I would encourage you to do here is to set up a framework that is super duper flexible. So this framework should look like you knowing what happens typically on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays of the week and Tuesday, Thursdays of the week, or maybe Monday, Tuesdays, and then Wednesday, Fridays, and then Thursdays a little bit different. Like what is a framework for your life? When do the dishes fit in best? When does the laundry fit in best? And get this into a place where you're like, okay, my time management is covered. Like I understand that I'm going to be using my time blocks and I'm going to be using my Google calendar. Sweet. I got that. Now, when am I going to master all of the responsibilities that actually have to get done within that framework? And then you start looking at those. That is how you're going to slowly but surely build out a framework that's flexible because if you're able to peel back to 30,000 feet and look at it from that angle, instead of being in the weeds with your time management at all times, which is a huge part of the problem right now, is you've not come up high enough to look at everything and see it from, obviously we're looking at all the details every day, but we need to see those details from a different view, from a different angle to be able to say, how do I set up a system for this that can bend and flex depending on what we have going on so that I know if something comes up on Monday and I had three things plugged in, I can just take those out and I can put them somewhere else or I can delete it and I can move it to next week so that I'm not so busy and like buckled into this. I have to be here at noon and then I have an hour for this. Then I have 30 minutes for this. Then I have 20 minutes for that. And then I have three hours for this thing. That's probably actually going to take me six hours and just always feeling under the gun when it comes to having to produce Every once in a while, we'll have a day like that around here. And that's, there's nothing wrong with having a day or two like that. But living like that constantly is what leads to the overwhelm and you feeling like you're not in control of your time. All right, let's look at number five. Number five is to, a lot of people say do one thing at a time, but I'm actually going to tell you to not do one thing at a time, but I don't mean to multitask. So let's talk about what this looks like. 
This is really, really, really important when it comes to being able to master your time management. And I want you to shift your thought processes from doing one thing at a time, and I'm only doing this right now, to broadening that just a little bit into focusing on a segment at a time. So that way you feel like you're in this space where there's a few things that you can tackle and a few things that you can do. And so, because for me, whenever I see people pigeonhole themselves into this one thing and this one thing only, that is what leads to what we just talked about and having a really rigid schedule. And the last thing that you want is to be so obsessive about every little thing that you're doing in the moment that if something else pops in to your radar, you can't take care of it in that moment because then you're going to get off schedule. So what this step is for, and probably one of the hardest concepts for people to switch over to, but the most relieving of all of them is to stop saying, I'm only going to do the dishes right now. And then I'm going to go fold the laundry and then, and like literally line item everything out. What I want you to start looking at is how can you say, I'm going to do the kitchen, the entire kitchen or the entire downstairs on this day of the week or in this part of every single day. That way, anything that comes in, you've given yourself a little bit of freedom and your brain can just think about the one thing that's getting done. We're not multitasking. We're not cleaning the entire house while we're trying to answer emails, while we're trying to cook dinner. We're still being really structured in a fashion that lets us have a little bit of breathing room, a little bit of freedom. That way, now you go into the kitchen and you're like, look, I've set aside an hour every single day at this time to do these group of tasks that are in the same place, They require the same brain activity and the same responses from me. My kids can all be doing the same thing while I'm doing these tasks. And you group them together into a segment or a bucket that makes sense for your family, for your mind, for the dynamics that you have at home. For me, one of the biggest things I realized with this is making sure that I'm not trying to switch between responsibilities That is the multitasking part of it that I want you to not do. So yes, we're going to do one thing at a time, but mainly meaning I'm focusing on the kids right now, or I'm focusing on this part of my house right now, or I'm focusing on admin tasks for home right now. I'm focusing on like literally prepping for the week right now. And maybe that's four hours all in food, laundry, the calendar, literally everything. And and that is what you get to focus on. That way you can say, hey, I don't need to think about that on Saturday or on Tuesday, and I don't need to feel pulled in all directions. I have time set aside for all the things that are most important. That is when you're going to feel like you have started to master your time. That's when you're going to reclaim control of your day, and that is when we are going to get to do a happy dance together. Thank you so much for being here for this episode. I hope you took away some incredible tips, and I look forward to meeting you back here real soon. Before we wrap up today's episode, I want to extend a sincere invitation to you, an incredible wife, mom, and woman who has serious dreams of making change, to really take what you learned today and implement even just a small part of it in your life. When you make changes, it inspires everyone around you. If today's episode resonated with you, I'm certain it will resonate with others too. So head over to iTunes, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. 
Your review will help more women discover our podcast and join our supportive community. But your impact doesn't stop there. You hold the power to motivate and equip the women closest to you in your life with a simple, hey girl, let's do this together. Text this episode to your best friend or maybe even your mama. Whoever it is in your life that's knee deep in the same kind of chaos you're in, they need to know about this system too. And if you're feeling fancy, you can even take a screenshot of this episode, tag me and post it to your stories because together we can create a trail of wisdom for all the incredible women around us, reshaping how we not only care for ourselves, but each other. I can't wait to connect with you on Instagram until we meet back here again real soon for the next episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast.